This podcast is part of the Listen Frederick Podcast Network. To learn more, visit listenfrederick.com. What's up, everybody? It's episode 106 of Beers in the Lot. It's still August, so there's not a whole lot of hockey going on right now, but don't worry. Me and the guys had plenty to talk about, like the post-career exploits of a former NHL player. Spoiler alert. Like we always say, everyone ends up in Beer League. And we briefly talked about World Junior Championships, and then we talked about the importance of planning your stops when you go on hockey trips, specifically the culinary stops, and Riggs shares his secret to finding the best wings. So here we go. Sick pour, bros. Danny, what are you drinking this evening? So tonight I have a very hazy with three H's and three Y's from Treehouse Brewing. So hazy. Yeah, yeah. All the haze. (laughs) All the haze. What do you got tonight, Aaron? I have, courtesy of our buddy Gooner, from Blue Point Brewing, uh, a toasted lager. This is a Long Island-style lager. Hmm. First taste, this is, this is delicious. This is really good. Thank you, Gooner. So you didn't drink both of yours last no, week? No, I didn't drink both of mine last hmm. week. Interesting. I, I saved one. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Unlike probably both of you guys, yes, last week. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> oh, yep. Well. <laughs> what are you drinking, Johnny? So from Devil's Backbone, I am drinking an orange smash. Smash. It's a cocktail. It's ready. How to are drink. they, by the way? Real vodka. I like this. Yeah. Like I like the orange smash. This is good. So right out of the can. Hell yeah. I've almost gotten that a few times. It's not bad. Just haven't haven't done it. It was like, oh, a cocktail. I was like, I don't know. I probably want a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Riggs and I have had some of the canned cocktails. They're not bad. Yeah, we had a few at a Nats game once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A few. Just a few. <laughs> a few. <laughs> yeah. Now I know you're lying. Yeah, Zim Dog. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'll say about that. Riggs, what are you drinking? Zim dog. <laughs> I have, I have uh, Sea Heathen Oceanside Pilsner from Burley Oak Brewing in Berlin, Maryland. Nice. Berlin, Maryland. Mm. Nice Maryland. East, Eastern Shore That's beer. Right. Yeah. Actually, um, my parents were living in Berlin when I was born, so hmm. it's kind of like the hometown beer. Kind of cool. It is. It's good. Has a lot uh, of crusty sea captain captains out there too. <laughs> yeah, a lot of sea heathens, just like yeah. the name of the beer. Exactly. <laughs> salty dogs. Yeah, salty dogs. <laughs> it says it's uh it has fresh uh key lime in it. So it's like a uh pilsner with a little bit of lime in it. It's good. That's Refreshing. what Berlin's known for lime. <laughs> <laughs> Something was brought to my attention today 
by our uh, field reporter slash friend of the pod, Ross. Uh, <laughs> In the field if you go to <laughs> if you go to Dave Steckel's Wikipedia page oh, and God. scroll all the way down to the bottom of his stats list, yeah, the the last two stats are from twenty twenty one and twenty one twenty two. Columbus Adult League C level. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my gosh! So I, <laughs> I don't know if somebody just wrote that in there is or not. Like, but ninety percent uh, on faceoffs. <laughs> we, <laughs> we might need right? a confirmation from somebody in the Columbus area. But this is no. This I is thought saying that was that pretty silly. Forty-seven points in twenty-three games. <laughs> Seems kind of low. Yeah, it does. For a it C does. level adult league. <laughs> I know. I know guys that did not play in the NHL. They get way more. Way points more. In C league than that. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I'm kind of mad at Wikipedia because I pulled it up. It has his NHL totals, his AHL totals, his Dell League totals, which is the but German not, Pro League. Yeah. No, the C level in the Columbus. That's important <laughs> too. The Hockey League. I want to know. <laughs> his people want to know. I don't want to do that math. There's two seasons it, there. It kind of <laughs> comes back to what we've always been saying. It always comes mm, back. You to always adult end up everybody <laughs> ends up in beer league. The beer league. I, yeah. I actually, uh, <laughs> I actually told the kids team that I coached that this weekend at, uh, <laughs> at mini camp. We had a little team meeting thing, and you know, introduce ourselves as coaches and the whole deal. And we usually give like a a thirty second like background, like oh, I you know I started skating when I was twelve and. I played this and I played here and it didn't work out and I ended up in the beer leagues and that's what every coach says right <laughs> right and the and the one there was one kid who actually said do you play in old fat bald guys <laughs> and I didn't know that he knew what OFBG was cuz he's like not a kid that I've I've haven't met until this year so I was like yes actually I do and everybody had a chuckle so it was, it was good. That's funny. <laughs> but now you can go back to them and be like, so yeah, I did else? some more further research yeah. and uh, <laughs> see this picture of Dave Steckel. Yeah, this guy right here with the Caps Beerly. jersey on. Yeah, He's you know in the league now. This tells you all you need to know about the Dave Steckel Wikipedia page. So it goes on, you know, he signed as a free agent with the Caps in 2005, yada, yada, yada. Steckel proved himself to be a valuable commodity to the Capitals. He often centered the third line and was called on as a key member of the penalty kill. Steckel also proved himself very effective at face-offs. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm glad what we've been saying for years is approved and like understood by the hockey community very well. So, funny thing, thank God. Funny thing about his his beer league stats there, though. For uh. For all of his other teams, like there's another column next to his his regular season totals, but there are no entries for the playoffs in oh. his beer league. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> two seasons, two missed playoffs. Oh, oh man. Poor Dave Stackle. That's not a good look. <laughs> Aaron, it was a really stacked year those two years. They brought in ringers. From the beer, from the B league, from the B league, like you have to understand, like they had a lot of ringers, like in that Columbus C. I've heard rumors, so like, come on, some sandbag in there for yeah, sure. There's a lot of sandbag. <laughs> Actually, the funniest part, he probably just did it to like skate and stuff, nothing bad. 
But can you imagine, like, <laughs> I'm just thinking of how I would react if we, like, beat that team. Like, your team sucks. You have an ex-NHL or you can't even beat us, you losers. Like, <laughs> just like that. <laughs> like, God. Or, like, imagine if someone beat him on a face-off. Loser. Like, just like. <laughs> oh, he just goes off. Just nuclear. Just freaking just tears up the, the locker room. I can't believe I lost a face-off. Fucking embarrassing. It was horrible. <laughs> I think this might be legit, y'all. I'm actually, I just, <laughs> oh, I Googled Dave Steckel, uh, adult league, C-level, and he's actually, he's played in a C-league and in a, a Monday, a Wednesday C-league and a Monday B-league. With, That's wild. With numerous, for numerous seasons over the course of like, it looks like since he, 2019. So, Johnny, you did you have his hockey DB up or something? Uh, I can pull it off very quickly. Yeah, he didn't he play at Ohio State? Isn't he I out of Ohio State? Did. Oh, yes. interesting stat here. American. Yeah. In Ohio one State. of his leagues, he has he has what, at least one game worth of goalie stats. Oh, <laughs> look at that! <laughs> Plays all positions. Yeah, he was also a national team development guy too. Yeah. So like. Yeah, he's from West Bend, Wisconsin, but probably because he enjoyed his time at Ohio State. Yeah, so he's playing. He's back home at Ohio State or wherever, and yeah, yeah, that's cool. I dig I it. all that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, good for him. Yeah. This this is cool though. See, yeah, he's got like multiple seasons: fall, winter, summer, <laughs> <laughs> throughout throughout twenty nineteen and twenty up to twenty twenty two. Maybe he had like, I mean, my honest opinion on it, I know we're bagging on him, but maybe he had like some buddies or something. And they're like, sure dude, did, yeah. do you know how fun it would be if you come out and just do it? And I bet you he like just played D, took oh, shots yeah. from center ice, Absolutely. and like just passed pucks. Probably, yeah. probably uh, bench beers. Yeah. Drank a hundred beers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <And> <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're going to have to pull the live barn feed from this at some point. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be so funny. Okay. We got more complete stats here. 83 games played 212 points, 120 of which are assists. Yeah. He, he's just going out there for, yeah, he's he's just saucing it. He's just fooling around. fun. Yeah. That's but it great. also kind of makes you wonder. Like, I have nothing against anyone that plays any level of hockey. Not, no, in a not at all. But it has to be like he has friends that play at that level because why wouldn't he just play A? Because I'm sure he could do just fine at A, right? Uh, I assume so. I bet there's like a there's probably a, a Ohio State alumni slash ex pro, you know midnight league or thursday night league or whatever you know like they have around here like, and maybe it know. just says c because it has something to do with like the rink or it may not be c level well i'm i'm nope, looking at c. some of these teams sorry it's definitely c level <laughs> <laughs> the team leaders on some of these teams like some of the season teams or whatever uh, i don't know any of these names none of them at all it's then there's David Steckel. You're not plugged in, Aaron. You're not plugged into the 
adult hockey associations in Ohio. What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You're not plugged in. You don't know any of those names. Joe Smith's a big deal, man. <laughs> Actually, hey, Dave, we'll come to Ohio. We want to play on your Sealy team. Yeah. Come on, we'll sub. We'll sub. Yeah, we'll yeah. sub. Sub for sure. We'll bring if beer. Need, if you need skaters, yeah. We'll yeah, beer. we'll bring beer. Hell yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> or you know i don't know i don't know what our c bus uh ratings are but if anybody's in columbus <laughs> yeah and could, uh, know. And could get us uh an in with one david steckel c league all-star that would be awesome <laughs> <laughs> hey, looks like hey. uh he plays at uh chiller chiller that's an association works? that's an association oh, okay. of ranks All right. it's like mm. Chiller, there's like multiple facilities here. Ohio Health Ice House, <laughs> Chiller Iceworks. So Chiller I think the Ohio <laughs> Health House, I think that's the practice rank, I think, oh, for Columbus, which is attached to. Is it still nationwide, Arita? I, I think it's still nationwide. It's so the one it's with attached the, to that. It's the one with the cannon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. how i refer to it. the one the one where johnny hockey is gonna hear it the entire season which is dope yeah one of the team names here is u43 <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> i like that that's awesome He's playing u43 hockey <laughs> well that like tells that. you how old the oldest person is <laughs> we're in yeah, I mean, I'm I'm under 43. What if like the Columbus November. Chiller Rink C League is like the fucking Iron League? Like, it's just <laughs> like just go get the pants knocked off of us. Prison rules. Yeah, fight, it's, it's like fights Minis- every game. It's like the Minnesota Penile League. Yeah. <laughs> penile? No, penile? I, I think you meant penile. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Man, these are really strong. <laughs> <laughs> Smash. <laughs> Did Yins watch any of the World Junior Final? Nope. nope. No. Did you? Yeah. No, no, totally didn't. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I only think it's like, screw Canada. Screw them. Like, I hate Canada. I am happy because I said pre tournament we joked about it. I was like, oh, Finland, I think. So I'm glad yeah. they got yeah. to OT. Finland and Sweden had very strong teams, but of course, Finland and Sweden had to play in semifinals. So whatever. Yeah. But uh the only my only like I guess takeaway from World Junior, because it was like weird because like the attendance was dog shit. If you're a Team USA guy, like I'm, I'm kind of like sick of like when it's in Western Canada. Team USA plays all the 10:30 games, like that. That's an intentional scheduling thing, and I understand they want Canada on prime time because that's like, you know, they want it in terms of prime time viewership. But like, screw off, Hockey Canada. I'm done with this shit. Like, we, it's stupid. Like when USA plays, hosts it in the states and even overseas. Like they usually kind of change it up. You know, but like USA, every game was a 1030. And maybe that's like a double IHF thing, but like screw off Hockey Canada. But my my three big takeaways from the tournament is like, and this is just me, um, Connor Bedard, he's sick. He's already better than Shane Wright. 
he he's above and beyond <laughs> like the way that kid plays his hockey sense it, it's such an uh, elite level for team usa logan cooley looked great even though he's hurt hughes looked amazing he was hampered also too in their game but uh kyle dubas looks like a freaking genius for not trading matthew nyes because he was getting a lot of heat about that like to get a goalie you got to throw in nyes and he's like no i don't want to do it and i thought he had a great tournament hmm. So I think that's awesome. And Ottawa had a really good showing for their prospects. So good for them. Ottawa seems to be going in the right direction. And, you know, we kind of say when a, when another Canadian team with a little bit of history does better, it's better for the entire NHL. So good on that. And not talk about Mason McTavish. No, screw him. Like whatever. He's team Canada. I don't. We talked about Bedard. I like him. Mason McTavish had a really... Every time I saw highlights, it was of him. No. And yeah, Bedard also set him up for quite a few of those. So weird. Yeah. McTavish also saved the OT. Yeah, he did. Bedard's stick was there too. So, you know, people forget. Um, but uh, <laughs> Bedard's yeah, stick didn't whatever. block it on the goal line, no? <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. It was in the same arena, but <laughs> no. Like, all right. So here's the here's the other thing that kind of irked me. Like in every interview I watched, and I watched quite a few of them, from the round robin to the quarters of the semis to the um even the finals and afterwards, all the Canadian kids had horrible mustaches or mullets, and they had this like air of like superiority for whatever reason. And like they're champions. It, no, it was even before that. And it like kind of irked me because I'm like, and I don't want to get into the entire Hockey Canada thing. Like I, I almost wanted to go like, you guys should try and be the most charismatic people in the history of the world right now. But you guys are coming off like dinks. And for whatever reason, like there's a reason why when you guys play, there wasn't anybody there until your gold medal game. There was a reason. Well, that's not because of those kids. I understand that. But like, that's what I'm saying. You guys are ambassadors when you wear that sweater. When they come off like dinks in the interview, it turns me off even more to Hockey Canada than I already have been for my entire life. But Women's Worlds is coming up. Hell yeah. Go Team USA. We got it. <laughs> yeah, it's this week, right? Yeah. So, yeah. and it, it's cool because like Hockey Canada and Team USA, they're both in this pivot point. There's like a lot of new faces, but also some of the, you know, stalwarts that we all know and love essentially for a lot of hockey girls and women, you know, the last couple of years, especially with the Olympics and other world championships they've grown up with. So this, this is great. Good. I'm glad we need some positivity. Let's go bring a win home for the United States. It's not too much to ask, right? Yeah. Blame Canada. Yeah, man. (laughs) What else is going on? Anything, uh, Anything interesting you guys can think of? Somebody got signed, didn't they? Uh, didn't uh, didn't somebody get signed like in the last couple of days? Big deal signing? Or was that Kadri last week? Nazim Kadri. Kadri finally was, signed. Yeah, he was last week yeah. though, right? Did we yeah. talk about him last week? I no, no, because it happened the next day. Oh, well, that's why. <laughs> that's why. <laughs> That'd do it. <laughs> We are Illuminati, but we don't have we don't have like that kind of foresight. No, it's that hard. Kind of it's hard when you only release once a week. Yeah, yeah, it's so. hard. It's hard to see that that close <laughs> ahead. 
Our powers for Illuminati do not go to free agency signings. <laughs> no. It doesn't, it doesn't extend. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. I Good for Naz. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get, he gets paid. He has to live in Calgary for a little while, but, you know, whatever. Oh my gosh, come on. <laughs> Enough of this slander. <laughs> Brad Trilliving is going to come to your house and punch you. He's <laughs> right in the stomach. I mean, uh, have would you, you want to live in Calgary? All right, like, <laughs> you know, I want to visit there once, like, yeah. just to go to a game. I don't want to, like... I don't think I want to live there. I don't want to winter there. there. This is like I right. need for like four hours. I don't even eat it for the full stay. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> we were talking about it last night. Like it would be cool to make a Western, you know, yeah, swing. Yeah. Like do, you know, Winnipeg, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver. Yeah, one, right. One of the guys was talking about how he wanted to do that like in retirement and like yeah. do a trip, just do that whole but, whole thing. But like now, you know. Kadri's got to live there for seven years. <laughs> and I would hope, like I would, I would really hope. Like I mean, we we joke about it because he also nixed the trade there yeah. initially, and he well, said, you know, he had to come back and not beneath, but he didn't have to say like I wanted to stay in Toronto and had nothing to do with Calgary, which it, I think it probably was. But like, I I think it was more about leverage. Like yeah, he, probably he he would have more leverage now, you know, going there. So, well, I mean, yeah. the only thing that like kind of sucks is like so Johnny Hockey's gone, Monahan's gone, gone, and Kachuk's gone. Yeah, so Kadri's so, the guy, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's the only. I'm not saying bad thing for Naz because I do like him. I like his style. And it definitely is like a Western conference style of play. Like a little rough, getting gritty, can score. But like he's never been the number one guy. Now I think he's, he's concerned about that. He just won a cup. His stock is as high as it's ever been. This is his chance to cash in. That's what yeah, I think right. this is. production means shit. You're right. I mean, no, I, I'm t- he's he's a big deal. He's a good player, but this is his chance to make a lot of money. So it kind of makes sense for him to hold out, wait until he gets a couple offers and sign at the highest one, wherever that may be. Maybe he didn't ever want to go to Calgary, but they're the ones who want to pay him the most. I mean, if if he's going to make a boatload of money in his career now is absolutely the time to cash in on all that. So I don't know. It, it's a sensible move to me from, from that standpoint alone. I mean, like you said, he, he might not be a number one guy. He might not be able to be the, the guy for Calgary, but maybe he can too. Maybe he can go up there make a boatload of money and put the team on his back. So who knows? So the other, I mean, the other thing to remember is that guy Hubert L. Which right, uh, right. I think it's yeah, huge. Absolutely. Yeah. Um yeah. and you know, they they're kind of changing their style, I think. Like I like the mix of players that they had before Kachak and Gaudreau and Monahan left was kind of weird. Now it's I think it's more like solidified. I think like they're they they have a strategy and they're going in a direction 
you know, Kadri's going to provide that edge, but also the scoring ability. And Huberto obviously is going to be, he'll be the number one points guy on that roster. He should be, you know, well, and so for his contract extension at 10 and a half million a year, he, he should well, be right. the number one, <laughs> but, he, but he's, you know, he's a hundred point guy. Right. So like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, it makes yeah. sense, you know? So, I, and they were no slouch last season. I mean, no, they were, they were a good team. I actually wanted them to come out of the West. And so I think now maybe they've upgraded in their point production. I, I think Gaudreau hurts them a lot, but I think I think they've upgraded in point production, and I think it gives them a better chance. The only thing that kind of sucks is, like, I like Sean Mon- Monahan, and I know, like, that hip surgery really hampered him. Really hampered him. Yeah. So, like, I know he went to Montreal essentially so they could sign Naz, but, like, it's kind of interesting, like Calgary. Now, I mean, you don't have like let, let's do air quotes face of the franchise. It was Johnny and Kachuk and Sean. Now it's not. So you have Naz, Hubie, and Daryl, big Daryl behind the bench. Yeah, and it, and as goofy as it is, like I, I like Daryl. I think he's a great coach. Um, he has a shelf life. So maybe this is Brad kind of trying to surround. Daryl with enough help up front to like maximize his shelf life, if that makes sense. But like Markstrom's our goalie. He's a damn good goalie. Their defense, of course, still fine. And in that Western conference, like I think Edmonton's improved. Yes. But like they still have issues, right? Yeah. So like, I like Jack Campbell. I hope he solves a lot of those issues, but like they still have issues. And then Vancouver's in kind of a weird hole kind of where they're at because initially we thought they were you know ahead of the curve it looked like last year they were behind the curve again so you don't 100% know it's going to go with them you have LA and San Jose still on that conference or division sorry so like they could they could still easily be top or two in that division you you think Arizona is going to do anything (laughs) come on (laughs) Like get out Come of here, on, man. So, like Vegas, I mean Vegas is the only other wild card where they're healthy. Yeah, that's the biggest thing with Vegas. They got considerably shittier. Yep. Yeah, because <laughs> I think Logan Thompson is an NHL goalie, but I think he needs to be backup minutes at this point, not a starter. Oh yeah, he's your starting goalie uh, night one <laughs> because Robin Leonard has a hip injury now. Like, well. Yeah, if you're Vegas, by the way, WTF? Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, gosh, so frustrating, so frustrating. But they're just giving away players. Well, and and that's the thing that's kind of aggravating. Nothing. It's like it's like they started off so strong, and then they kind of made some moves to get ahead, and they were trending in such a good direction, and then it almost seems like. Bill Foley, the owner, just like Jerry Jones did or Dan Snyder did, whatever you want to call it, and just got his grubby little paws in there and started telling him to do stuff and not listening to the hockey people. And now they're in the situation where, yeah, they had to give away patches for like 
uh, drinks at the bar the next time they have GM meetings. Future consideration. Yeah, it's like that's what I'm saying. Like, it's one thing if it was like, uh, you know, an AHL guy. You need to clear some contracts because NHL does have max contracts. That's one thing. Yeah, yeah. You're getting rid of like Max Pacioretty, a great American hockey player. Yeah, he's American. Like a, a guy who always is going <laughs> to score 20 goals in the league, like every year. It's not even a question. Well, maybe this year he's not in Carolina because he unfortunately got injured, but you know, that's, that's the thing that's like sucks. You're just getting rid of guys to get rid of guys. It's not even hockey trades at this point. Nope. Yeah. The ghosts of players past. That's right. It is. (laughs) That's what it is. (laughs) But it was kind of skating when patches went to Carolina. He did an interview for the athletic. And they kind of asked him like very briefly about the culture. And he had like a very cryptic message of like, yeah, out of all the teams I've been with, which, oh, by the way, you were in Montreal and then Vegas, like teams, like air quotes teams. (laughs) Like he's like, yeah, there was like a weird sense of accountability, meaning there's none. And then like, it was just weird with the coaching staff and whatnot. Like that, like an NHL team, it almost sounds very Mickey Mouse. Like Danny, don't you want your NHL team to have accountability? Be a stalwart. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. We want to sign aging centers constantly. Sign Shea Weber. Or trade for Shea Weber. I was actually talking about like Latang, Jeff Carter. (laughs) Oh, I was was making a pen's dig. Hey, Jeff Carter had a good year. He had a good year. I like I like Jeff Carter. but, But come on. I like Jeff Carter, but like I don't know. I just, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm a bigger proponent of peeling the Band-Aid now. And like, I guess Ronnie Hextall and Brian Burke. That's what they Vegas is do doing. It. They're peeling Band-Aids. <laughs> no, Vegas. No, 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 no. Vegas, Vegas is causing peeling- wounds. <laughs> Vegas is causing wounds. Well, you know. <laughs> like, they have a wound. They put a Band-Aid on it and then immediately take it off. Because... <laughs> Players aren't even lasting like a year there. Yeah, they put another wound on top of that wound. <laughs> yeah. They had Make a wound, wound bigger. Put a bandaid on there, ripped it off, and then cut it's the like, wound more. It's like it's like in Ricky Bobby when he stabs himself with a knife, <laughs> yeah. and they start trying to pry it out with other. Well, knives. Use this so knife to pry the other. That's exactly. Thank you, Rick. That's exactly what it is. And then, and then maybe in three years. If they like figure it out, it'll after he pulls the knife out. It's a miracle. I've been healed. I can walk. <laughs> you know, it's exactly what it's gonna be. You know? <laughs> no, he needs to know. He's always crying. <laughs> oh, he's always crying. <laughs> uh, the, best, the best part about that entire scene, like before that, was when Cal Naughton Jr., when he goes, Oh no, it's entirely psychosomatic. He can walk. He goes, Oh, so he can start fires with his mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he goes like, no, he no, goes, that happens all the time. Read a goddamn comic book, man. Yeah. Like, that was the best part. Like, uh, oh. uh. Good old Cal Naughton Jr. Best. Rick, so Riggs, I have to ask you, cause I haven't done it for a while. Are you excited now that coaching and everything has started back up? Are you like, you got the juices flowing. How are you feeling about it? So I mentioned it earlier, but um, we had our 
our mini camp for our our club um this last weekend so spent about 10 hours at the rink on saturday uh you know a couple ice sessions some off ice workouts some some football and soccer and like some other stuff going on team meetings um trying to get everybody together and then uh the organization also does then the second day we get another bit of ice and another um dry land and meeting opportunity but then they have like a a cookout barbecue thing for the whole club so everybody gets together and hangs out so that that kind of like gets you excited and looking forward to you know what we're going to be doing so yeah i'm at that point in the year where i'm definitely looking forward to the schedule getting started but it's the same cycle every year you and i talk about this all the time right it's you you get to like july and august and you're like really looking forward to the season starting and you know things are starting to get going we've we've been on the ice the last two weeks already so we're already into it um we'll have some preseason games coming up in september or whatever and then we'll we'll have our regular season and and first tournament coming up in october and then uh you know we get into that flow and you get to the holidays and there's a little break and you come back at the turn of the new year and then you start counting the days until the end of the season. Turns into a slog. <laughs> it's like, it's, you get, you, it's it, it happens every season. You get to the new year and you get into January and it's like, okay, we only have seven weeks left. <laughs> you know, there's only... Just got to make it through seven There's more. only, you know, however many practices left, right? There's, you know... There's 14 practices left. Like the, you start counting down, right? And like, so, cause it, it's a long season, right? We're starting in August and it goes until March. Mm-hmm. Too like, long. Mm. Holy shit, man. It's so long. Seven months. Um, That's a Premier League schedule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's like a pro, like, you know. So, yeah. Right now I'm like, yeah, let's go. Like, I'm, I've been initial uh, excitement. Yeah. I've been digging up all these, um, ideas for um you know drills and practice plans and stuff and um we've been talking a lot about how we want to play this year and you know strategically and tactically and like how does that translate into what we need to do in practice and like all this kind of stuff so yeah right now it's like the motivation level is super high excitement level is super high you know can't wait to get going so Ask me again uh, whenever we record uh, in between Christmas and New Year's, and then yeah. <laughs> it might be a different answer. <laughs> yeah, because no, I like it was funny. Like I, uh, I was looking at some stuff on like Instagram, and you see all that stuff, and I kind of was like, "Oh man, I remember that." And then like for like two seconds, I was like, "Man, I really." And then I was like. No, I really enjoy like my weekends, like <laughs> my weeknights. Uh, my the last, the last couple <laughs> days, um, we were locking down on like 
when we go away, right? So we're going to do like a local, oh, yeah, tr- right. a local tournament to start in October. And then we're going to go away um, the first weekend in November to Buffalo. And I was like, oh, cool, Buffalo, right? Like I haven't been up there yet. And so, um, you know, what I always do when I travel is I'll go look for like, where are the spots? Like, you know, obviously, okay, Buffalo, Buffalo wins, right? But like, who get who cares about yep. that? Tell me, like, what are the local spots? Like the local spots, like not you know fucking Anchor Bar. Like we have a stupid Anchor no. Bar franchise no. here. Like I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> that place sucks. Like, yeah. like, and I'll, okay, yeah, the original original ones there. I get it, but like, where where's the like local spots that are like really good? Where are the like good breweries? You know that kind of stuff. So I start making a list you know, the notes app on your phone or whatever, I start, you know, I'll make a list on there. Usually for local, you want to find a dive bar. Like that's always the best. Yeah. It depends on schedule and everything too. So what I'll have is like, I'll have a list of like half a dozen to a dozen places that I just, you know, there's breakfast spots, there's lunch spots, there's dinner spots, there's nighttime spots, you know. You gonna jump through a table while you're up there? If the bills are in town. (laughs) (laughs) well so here's the thing that sucked though so we were trying to figure out tournaments and buffalo and pittsburgh came up the weekends for each of those the pro teams aren't in town pens are in town sabers are in town so we're going to buffalo sabers are in town i was like all right what like you know we'll just figure out something else to do on saturday night but you know <laughs> so like I look at it as opportunity to like go to these different places and hang out and see some of the local stuff. You know, it's the same thing we do when we would go to Johnstown. You know, you go to the Coney Island, you go to Asiago's, you go to Scott's, get the local flavor. Yeah, you know. Eat, drink. Yeah. Yeah. That's all that matters. Cool. Yeah. We're doing that. Franklin's, even though we did that once. That place was awesome. It was awesome. We always talk about how great it was, and we've never gone back. Yeah, those places are awesome. <clears throat> yeah. um, and then at the end of the year, uh, the whole club, all the age groups are going to um, Charlotte, North Carolina. Oh, nice. So, oh, fun. Kaniac's friends. <laughs> some, <laughs> some recommendations. <laughs> I've been to Charlotte before, but when I was going down there, um, I was going to the NASCAR race uh, and then hanging out on the lake there, um, Lake Norman, which is near where a lot of Mm -hmm. NASCAR race car shops are at. So that's when I was in that phase. Um, Praise hell, praise Dale. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, So I haven't like spent a lot of time in Charlotte proper so yeah any any recommendations would be welcome good barbecue down there absolutely i mean that yeah. that's our i mean obviously right like carolina, of course so yeah decent golf in the carolinas too so funny you should say that <laughs> the ranks <laughs> of the hotels are like surrounded by golf courses oh naturally so, yeah 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 absolutely yeah <laughs> But we're going in like February, so I don't know if stuff will on be. the weather. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you go to Buffalo, you got to see the falls. Have you? You said you haven't been to Buffalo. Have you ever seen the falls? 
No, I haven't been up that way. That I haven't uh, been up to that part of the see country. See the falls. Yeah, so we were Definitely we were talking about um you know, making sure passports are squared away and all that kind of stuff yeah. so we can oh, go. Oh yeah, it's better. Yeah, it's better on the, the Canadian side. side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. So if you can ride the Maid of the Mist, it's absolutely an experience that you'll never ever forget. It's it's right incredible. On. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Timmy's. worth the money. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like I just Yeah, there's Timmy's over there on the Canadian side. <laughs> Probably in Buffalo too, actually. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. and definitely there's going to be some blues and blue lights. So, yeah, you're good, man. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell everybody you hate Jack Eichel and they will embrace you as one of their own. I'm sure. Uh, hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even worry about wings when you're up there, you know? Like, I'm not. I'm not. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't make it a point to get wings anywhere in particular. Like, definitely not. Because, like, yeah, sure, they did. They do it up there. Like, oh, it's Buffalo wings. Yeah. Everywhere else has gotten better at it than Buffalo. If you ask me, <laughs> toppings, <laughs> toppings, wings are like yeah, there. Everything I mean, is like Buffalo wings. wings. Like, it's not really yeah. going to be any different. Like, we were talking about wings in the lot last week or last night. Yeah. Conversation we had last night. If you want really good buffalo wings, you order from your local Italian joint. Yep. So there's a couple mm-hmm. places right around the corner from me that are they have phenomenal wings. They get big like big meaty wings, you know. They're not these little like you know, fucking B dubs. Yeah. Fucking B dubs with their <laughs> yeah. skin and bones wings. Yeah. No. Little bitch ass these are wings. like big Big oh, wings, yeah. and then they <laughs> they fuckers. actually fry them <laughs> like they big meaty uh, bastards. Yes, <laughs> big, big meaty bastards. Big meaty bastards. Like they corporate establishment. Big wing is trying to shut all the little guys down. It's bullshit. No, and that's what I'm saying. The, you the local, the local Italian joints, man. They have the best wings. They use the mm-hmm. real sauces, like the real. And they shit. have this. They have that like, big, like metal bowl. That they they that they they toss them, them in, in. You know, yeah, that's how you do oh, it. Oh man, they're so good. So I'm actually, good. like in a goofy way, is a gentleman who's looking to purchase a home in the coming months. Like I've been looking at more and more, like two things of like in the algorithm of YouTube. It's like certain things in terms of DIY, like bathroom fixes and this and that, you know, to do upgrades and stuff. The other thing has been like various barbecue shit to do. Yes. (laughs) Guess what I'm doing on Saturday and Sunday. I'm not doing any home projects. This is what I'm doing. Dude, my my recommendations on YouTube are basically uh, stand-up comedy and how to cook stuff over open flames. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's all I watch. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Episode 106. Thank you, everybody, for your listen. As always, we appreciate any support we get. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and all social media so you can see John's memes this week. And join up the Discord at beersinthelot.com slash Discord. Join in the conversation. Come talk to us. 
Also, if any former professional players happen to be in the Washington area and either want to sub for a beer league team or need some subs for theirs, get in contact. You know, we'll just touch base. All right, everybody. We'll see you next week for episode 107.